Hello, humans, and welcome to Exposing Isolation. My name is Rebecca Elizabeth Weber, and today is June 5th, 2019. I feel horrible today. I don't I don't know. <laughs> There's no sugarcoating for that one. Um, I feel horrible today. Um, I had weird dreams. Not bad ones, just weird ones. Um, like just pointing out how uncomfortable I've been and how many spaces I've spent time in and people I've spent time with that I just don't like or that I haven't enjoyed. It was just a weird, uncomfortable dream. Thomas had the same dream. So obviously the Webbers are um, doing something. (laughs) So, uh, and this morning I woke up, um, took my Zoloft, my antidepressants, um, and immediately felt a complete sense that my body did not want that. Um, I tried to reject it. just tried to drink a bunch of water, still feel really nauseous, was coughing, which agitated my ribs that I don't know if I like irritated them or inflamed them or if they're out of place or whatever, but that um, came into being near the end of my marijuana use. I started coughing a lot and my ribs um, got hurt. And so even though today's day 11, 12, almost two weeks into uh, withdrawal, um, of sobriety, um, it still hurts. And so I'm sure there's a lesson in there somewhere that like today I feel like I would feel sometimes when I was smoking. Um, but I thought that it was preferable to something else and maybe it was, um, I just don't know. I uh, I want to do the right things. I want to make the right decisions and that's all kind of confused now or at least new. Um, so I just keep going, right? I The disconnect right now is only that I, I'm not sure how to get from here to there. So I know that I want to start a center for sapient living. I know that I want to find solutions and help and heal and feed people and all the other beautiful visions um, that I have. I I want to unapologetically create space that is up to my standards, hold space for other people in ways that maybe they've never experienced before. I want to do all this. Um, I just need to figure out how or at least let myself be guided towards those answers. Um, note on being a shaman, um, coming across a lot of other people who practice shamanism, like, or study shamanism or incorporate shamanic teachings or shamanic medicine into their otherwise other healing practices. Um, and in the most beautiful ways I'm seeing the tangible aspects of shamanism represented in Reiki and energy work um, and healing practices and things like that. Um, but in the worst of it, I'm I'm seeing people claim that they're using shamanic energies to heal and make a lot of money. And that's starting to make me feel really uncomfortable. Um, 
because as a chosen shaman, as someone who's channeling and receiving guidance, um, I don't feel comfortable charging for this specifically. Like, um, these are my gifts to use to help people. Um, and as much as I know that I need money and like, there's just other ways to do it than claiming, um, connection with shamanic powers and charging $900 for a workshop on intuition, uh, which is something that I came across recently. Uh, I feel very called to teach the things that I know to anybody who wants to learn them if it will help them live a better life. I'm all about, um, as much as I don't even like this phrase, freeing people up to live their best lives. I think it's kind of cheesy, but uh, it's still true. I want to live in a world where people are empowered. I want better food, better art, better architecture, um, fun parties, wonderful experiences, great expressions of creativity and insight. I have never felt so good since honoring the spiritual aspects of my path. I love it. Um, I've never felt so good as when I do a uh, chakra healing, for example. In the last few days, um, Thomas and I have worked on our solar plexus and heart chakras and the energy after working on your solar plexus chakra or at least for me, and the peace and calmness and serenity after working on heart chakra are two of the best feelings I think I've ever felt in my whole life. So I, I just, I'm not going to go back to using substances to numb my ability to perceive such beautiful things, even though it means that I can also deeply and sometimes tragically experience um negative things going on in the world. I mean, as both a cultural anthropologist and now as a shaman, um, and by now, I mean, I mean, it's always been true, but now as that I've embraced it and accepted it, um, I see things, I experience people, I, I notice what others are going through in ways that are hard to explain, but it's also extremely beautiful. In the last two weeks or so, I've watched my family transform into much higher vibration versions of themselves. And it's been hard. Um, there's been a lot of pain. There's been a lot to go through, mostly centered around my grandmother. Um, she also lost her brother, um, the night before last. Um, you know, may he rest in peace. It's a long life with a lot of ups and downs. And um, she's she's grieving in her own way and figuring out what life is like on the other side of, I guess you could say that responsibility. Um, and also just all the other things that have been going on with me and my cousins, broken arms, blown up car motors, and she has been there for all of us. And now... Um, Maybe she's going to let us be there for her a little bit. That's my intention. But being able to watch this all happen and think that I might be influencing it even a little is 
really rewarding and beautiful no matter how horrible I feel today, no matter how nauseous I am. Um, the ups and downs and the struggles I think are worth it. Um, but I'm really needing to admit that there's um, a lot of things that I need to do for myself, by myself. And I was trying to find people to guide me and teach me, but the insight that I received this morning was that that wouldn't be appropriate because anybody who's currently available to guide and teach and lead right now needs to be working with their flock, their on their ministry and not helping me because I can help myself, if that makes any sense. So just talking with Thomas this morning about where we're going, what we want to do, and just realizing that you know, so many ways his ministry has already started. He's been working with homeless um, and mentally ill clients in Seattle for 10 months now. And what he has reported back or um, realized the most is that it's very hard for anyone that he's working with, any of his clients, to um, maintain whatever positive progress they're making without being able to lean on a community of people that celebrate good decision-making. And um, at its core, Sapient Living is an organization that celebrates good decision-making. And so um, he and I are kind of uh, working just with each other, kind of figuring out what we have to offer, what we're going to do, and um, not so much trying to figure out who else needs to be involved right now, open and excited to meet everyone. If you're listening to meet you, uh, to join us in this and to help create. And, you know, when we finally go buy something and set up shop there and start teaching, who's going to come and join us. So, you know, lots of thoughts to say that change is still happening. Progress is still being made. It's not linear as normal. And I'm excited to see what's going to happen next. Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you again soon. Bye.